One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. And welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's, there's a, a podcast? podcast? Yeah. There's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. That's what everyone's thinking. It is boring. <laughs> 11% said who cares. <laughs> Really fair point. <laughs> Stop trying to explain it to me, everyone, because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's episode 116 of the Week of the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Mitch. And I'm Sam. And we're without Goaty, which is, again, why we've just stalled there on the intro. That's something that yeah. we need to practice every week, unfortunately. But uh, it's great to have you back with us for another week where we can bring you the feel of a social outing to your car stereo or headphones. I hope you're ready for some extraordinary content from some very ordinary blokes. And, Mitch, I think you've got some housekeeping for us early doors here, don't you? Do I, I can I? help you out because you look quite confused and, like, you weren't ready for that whatsoever. I was not ready for that whatsoever. Even I was going to say set this up. about the 17 other things that I have to do in this episode. <laughs> I've obviously missed that one. But uh, it is telling you to join our emailing list. Um, there will be a link to that somewhere. Lethal, where would there be a link to that? Well, we've put it up on socials already and we uh, had some hits there, people subscribing. Yep. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll continue to promote yeah. that. because and it's we, obviously on our website, which you can always go to. Just click subscribe up there at the top and you'll find it. And that's then right. Enter yes. your email, normal process. We'll email you once in a blue moon. It'll be great. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, yeah, rarely emailing, but emailing when we do have important things that are happening, such as uh, Haz and I were filming for Budgie Smugglers this morning. We know mm-hmm. that that's something that we've sort of uh, hinted at a couple of times and got a few emails about saying, when can we get these? Uh, that is coming very, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the type of thing that we would inform you via email. So make sure you do join that. Thank you, Skin. Okay, guys, can you give us the joke of the day? And they're submitted by a couple of listeners or their Instagram, just chalky audience in general, I guess. They can be on Instagram. They can be at wegotthechocolates.com.au. They can be submitted anywhere, really. We'll listen to them. And on this occasion, I've got them. Uh, one from Paulo. goes like this. The Neutron walks into a bar, gets a drink, and asks the bartender, how much? The bartender answers, for you, no charge. <laughs> Someone to pick that one. Yeah, I'll do that. That's all right. And then I've uh, got a little sequence here, actually. I thought this was quite creative. Let me just find it here from Justin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love your content. Got a couple of jokes for you. That's not the joke. That was just his introduction. Good. Uh, The theme is I've been trying to find the right job, but 
tried firefighting, got burnt out. It's pretty rough, actually. I was a firefighter. Uh, I tried being a banker. Yeah. Lost interest. Yeah, right. Gotcha. And I tried repairing, <laughs> tried repairing bicycles. Yeah. Too tired. Too tired. Yeah. I'm getting too tired. <laughs> Excellent. Skin, you're getting so good at jokes, you can even finish them. <laughs> How good is that? You're welcome. Thank you very much to Justin and Paulo and keep them coming in. That is giving yeah. us a real smile on the dial. Tell you what, that was a lot funnier than our first take of that segment. Skin, movie magic. <laughs> movie magic. <laughs> you completely forgot the joke. I, told forget, the I did forget that we did joke one. of the day and that I had them from a couple of people and I tried to make one up on the spot and it Dust. went horrendous. <laughs> we start with the story often, don't we? I was gonna, I was gonna take that this week, and essentially we've, um, yeah, we've we've just finally been rampaged by COVID. It's it's come through and and wiped out fifty percent of our staff here. We got the chocolates. <laughs> really, really, did. really hurt. We that genuinely was... COVID. We completed it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Lethal both tested positive. Well, Lethal first, so it was obviously his fault. Um, I think it was actually when we were recording the last episode would have been yes. when we contacted each other. Yeah, correct. So you've you've played cricket, gone out for dinner at a at a nice, not very socially distanced location, obviously, got COVID, brought it home, invited me around to record a podcast. Spent five hours at that point. Spent five hours sitting in a two by two meter room and I've I've tested positive a couple of days later. So fantastic. Yeah. Well, and at least we know it's not a mythical creature. It no, does work. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it does exist. And um, you got it quite a bit worse than I did, did you? Weren't you really crook for yeah. – you struggled. I was nailed. I was <laughs> seriously nailed. Like for three days, I reckon I was as sick as I've ever been. And not like – not through like cold and flu sort of symptoms, but through like the fevers and headaches and like my whole body was aching. I right. couldn't sleep for two days. It was just like – I was so hot. Like genuinely that was the thing I noticed the most. Like I had a runny nose and sore throat and stuff, but mm. I feel like people get them quite often throughout winter and stuff. Yeah. This was like that was noticeable for how hot I felt the entire time. Uh, and then like the taste and smell thing I got as well. I thought that was oh, genuinely no. made up. Um, I think I put on like our TikTok at one stage. I, I got a butter chicken on like the third day where I felt like I was starting to get my taste back and starting to get – well, starting to feel a bit hungry again. Mm. And I took like – and, you know – Row hit up at Punjab yeah. uh, here. So it's one of the great Indian restaurants. And uh, I took a bite of it and I was about to like ring him and go, What is happening? Like, this stinks. Where's What's your flavor gone? This meal. <laughs> yeah. I'm eating sawdust. And then I remembered, like, and then I put the curry up to my face going, like, I can't even smell this. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this whole COVID thing is genuinely like everything they say is actually real. Yeah. I'm not so sure about it still. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I had a completely different experience. I nah, tested yeah. positive and, like, yeah, just essentially had a sniffly nose for two days. That was the Saturday, Sunday. I had, like, normal cold symptoms and then felt fine, like, Monday, Tuesday. And then I'm not even sure if it was related, but Wednesday I felt, like, a bit dizzy. And I was like, well, maybe that's still something. Yeah. But, but yeah, still apart, apart from that, I was nothing. Nah. But have you, have you run since having it? Because I went for like a big run yesterday for touch footy okay. and my fitness, which was already not great to be fair, but it was it was like noticeably different. Like I'm pretty sure right. I've actually went into cardiac arrest after one set of six of running. Okay. Which is not great. what I needed. I haven't done that, no. Yeah, I've sort of used it as an excuse to, uh, yeah, not exercise, drink far too much beer, eat too much takeaway, 
it's just been a very stressful time in my life, you know, so I've really had to splash out and treat myself. Yeah, seven days. <laughs> I was like, Mitch, I'm pretty sure you can come out here. You're on like your 10th day. He's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I haven't even done any isolation. I haven't been in close contact or anything. I know you've been how in close contact as well. Done yeah, yeah, yeah I was. Hey. I was already in isolation before that, being in close that's contact. Right. How have Christmas. you avoided it? Aren't you in all the bubbles with everyone that's got COVID? Yeah. Your whole Brisbane Heat squad got COVID and you didn't get it. I know. Well, there was 15 players travelling, 12 got COVID. I was one of the three that didn't. The other one of them was Majib who didn't and he was in his hotel room the whole time those two days so he didn't come in contact with anyone. Tom Cooper was with his family the whole two days so he wasn't. I went to training with them. I was in the team room watching, eating dinner, sharing plates and, and full chickens with them and, and yeah, I was, I was fine for that. immunity has? Well, just, actually, just, a, just a good sidestep, I think. <laughs> You've always had that. Yeah, that well, uh, if that's the theory, it sort of breaks what I was about to say is that Eloise never got it. I was in. I was living with her the whole time. Your girlfriend of seven my, years. Yeah, my girlfriend of seven years who <laughs> lives with me, sleeps in the same bed. Well, we didn't really make any great effort to we avoid each other. After graphic all. Skin, yeah, okay, sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we made no. Like by the time I tested positive, it was like oh, I've already been around you for three days, so you would have it. So we made no effort to distance it from each other. And she just never tested positive. She did like four negative tests, two PCRs. Was, yeah, so weird. Weird. This is very unusual. The other mm. thing that I noticed that annoys me, Skin, and I felt like I'd go to you, you're quite an intelligent critter. Well, UN has actually. Mm. Um, people yeah. say, yeah, really got me people covered. keep saying rat test. Oh, yeah. Which I've is probably annoying done that already in this podcast. Like, like, because rat stands for rapid antigen test. test. So yeah, you can't say like, rapid antigen nah, test test. It's the old ATM machine debate. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of examples. ATM machine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's lots of things like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's annoying. Just you can't. Can I? Yeah, no. Just, yeah, just say point. rat or, or what or else would you have to say? Rapid, rapid antigen test. Rapid antigen T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but no rat tests. Yeah, just right. rat. And I've probably made that mistake in this podcast already. So apologies. All right, let's sort it out. The other thing I was going to. You're a Joe Rogan man, aren't you? Don't oh, listen to her. a little bit. Yeah. You've listened to. Do you like him? I don't. I never know whether you like him or you like the people he speaks to. I don't think we've ever had that discussion. Mm, yes. I don't know. He speaks to a lot of very different people. So a lot of episodes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're and, freaking long. Yeah, they are. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say I like everyone he speaks to because he speaks to a lot of very different people with very differing opinions. Um, I, I think he's good at asking the right questions and he does some research beforehand and he generally like can yeah, can prompt a yeah. conversation that goes for three and a half hours and sort of remains interesting. Okay. Um, That's a pretty good skill. Yeah. We should get that. <laughs> but, uh, but he's got himself – well, I was going to say he's got himself in the hot water, but I don't think he actually has really. Like Spotify is backing him, aren't they? But yeah, it's definitely uh, rubs some people up the wrong way. Is that the Any, any news is good news, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, right. any, any publicity. Publicity, yeah. I'm also not surprised that Spotify is going to back him because they spent quite a bit of money. But have you got any background mm, you could provide if anyone's listening going, what are they talking about? Uh, yeah, a little bit. He's in hot water for comments that were made on his podcast, which is like, the biggest podcast in the world is stupidly large if it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars to Spotify and yada, yada. And they were pretty, uh, how would you say, non-substantiated claims yes. around COVID made on his podcast. <laughs> um, so he, yeah, he sort of cop criticism for that. But it, essentially he, he got two doctors on. Um, Peter McCulloch and Robert Malone. Thank you, Hazel. Hazel, find their name. So he got two doctors on who are meant to be quite, you know, credentialed and well-educated, but they had very differing opinions to uh, Wait, the, so normal, the normal the narrative. No, no, two different episodes, a oh. couple of days apart or whatever, and they sort of came out with these really rogue comments. I think probably the most 
noticeable one was... Rogue comments on the Rogan Yeah, on, on the Joe podcast. Rogan. Yeah, most notably, uh, the pandemic was planned. The COVID-19 vaccines are experimental. Previously infected people have permanent immunity. So that was a big old claim that they didn't really back up too much. And um, essentially, he's in a heap of order for having them on and yeah, just hearing that opinion. I don't even know how he really responded, if he sort of agreed with them or, or, or what. But he got into a heap of trouble is, for that. Everyone he does them. agree with isn't he like he's anti-vax? I'm pretty sure, isn't he? Well, certainly, I've know I've I've seen clips of him having arguments with people trying to say that the vaccine's a good thing, and him saying, okay. "I'm not sure about it." I don't think there's okay. anything wrong with him getting people on the his podcast and them saying that. Like, you got to take it with a grain of salt, don't you? You got to be smart enough to listen to it and go, eh, "This is this person's opinion." Mm. I just got to filter it out, and and with everything else that comes along, I know yeah. some people aren't smart enough to do that, but. He's just got a platform for people to speak and they, they spoke. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't I can yeah. see. And that was sort of his point as well. So he's responded saying essentially that, that his, like, it's not really his job to tell everyone exactly the truth. He just gets on as many different people with very differing opinions and just listens to them and hears their opinion and tries to make an informed decision and get all the information that is out there, um, which is not a horrendous thing to do, I don't think. And obviously people disagree, but. Yeah, or one singer in particular uh, mm. who was like of the 60s, like the king of the 60s. What was his name again? Neil Young. Neil Young, yeah. Really disagrees. He took all his music off Spotify. All his music. Everyone's boy, boycotted Spotify. That's yeah. a serious financial hit to, yeah. to take all royalties that you could possibly get off Spotify. Yeah. So obviously yeah, if we feels- did that, it would cost us about 16 cents. <laughs> yeah, it might be good publicity for him. People <laughs> might buy his music elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually. They might head over elsewhere. He's called on lots of people to support him, but I'm not sure how many more have boycotted thus far. I know James Blunt came out and said he would put out a new yeah. album. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly had that in my tweet of the week, actually, but you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it he just takes the piss out of the fact that everyone hates his music. I love it so much. <laughs> if Spotify don't do this right now, I'm going to put out another album on their platform. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, now, I wanted to speak to you as well about this is something that uh, we received some traction on TikTok about as well. Mm. Uh, fans. Mm-hmm. See the ones in your ceiling. That oh. is not the millions, obviously, not for the, the We Got the Chocolates yeah. enterprise. Yeah, the three uh, blokes that follow us. Not your OnlyFans account. There's growing calls for that, has you quite <laughs> right. uh, So I am looking into that. That's a lie also. Uh, but actual ceiling fans. There's something mm-hmm. that's always been a big bugbear for me. And I haven't spoken to you guys about it. I just the fact that it. there's not one in this room is <laughs> that's, really that's, the first issue. That is the God, it's issue in here. one we should sort out, yeah. yes. Uh, but the one for me that I get frustrated by is that in all the ceiling fans that I've got in my life, so work, home, and whatever the other areas I might be at, there's no consistency between whether the fastest is number three or number one on a ceiling fan. Obviously, you'd always expect mm. two to be in the middle. Yes. But like in my opinion, three is a higher number, should be fastest. I'm going to put that right out there and say it right now. But like in our house, for example, we've got one is the fastest which makes no sense to me whatsoever. I've had previous ones that have been three as the fastest and I just can't get the consistency right. It's always trial and error, which is, you know, I'm a busy man. You just got to know, don't you? You just got to know. (laughs) I've got time for that. Otherwise, you're just guessing if you go into a place you've never been. It's like when you go somewhere and there's a light switch on the wall and there's six switches on the panel. Because uh, the six different lights or whatever, and you just you just don't oh, know which one's which. Genuine troll in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but if you've been in the house and lived there for a couple of years, maybe you've got it down pat. Maybe you know which one is which, and you yeah. get it. But yeah. or am I the place the, the house that I'm currently moving out of? There was the light switch on the stairs, and there's a switch up the top and a switch down the bottom of the stairs that control the same light. God, that confused me. <laughs> yeah. you, you think you turn it on and it goes. Oh. 
one or three for fastest for you, Skin? Well, it, growing up, it was always three. And then, yeah, we got fans put in this place and it became one and it's confusing. It, it, I don't like it. But I, I, I like... I like just putting it on number two. Just chug it in the middle. So you, you know what you're getting. Just don't three. use one or three. It's strongly strategic loud, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's why I heard yeah, exactly. that from people as well. Yeah. That they never use the top yeah. one because it's too yeah. loud or it feels like it's going to fall yeah. out of their roof. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true as well. I did ask the chockies out there. Uh, 83% said that number three should be the fastest. 6% said one should be the fastest. 11% said who cares. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really fair point. <laughs> Which is not bad. But uh, also some of the points that were raised. If you're in a running race and you're coming first, you're one. So one is faster than three. It's a mm-hmm. point that was raised. Fair well. point, yeah. yeah. Yep, I've seen plenty of ceiling fans over running races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would <laughs> no, say that they yeah. got into top gear quickest, so they got to three. If you're driving a car, it's revs per minute goes higher. That, that would be my rebuttal for that one. Anyway, how much resistance the motor has to overcome. There was a big theory out there about this, that it's better for the motor to get the full pull of electricity at startup and then to slow down. You can still flick it and start it at one or start it at three, can't you? Yeah, you can start uh, it wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just whatever. flick it straight to that. So, but maybe they're saying if you go to one and that's the fastest, then it's going to suck the full pull of electricity. I think that was the theory behind it. I don't know how electricity works. So. And then in, in new houses, but then everyone debated that. Mm-hmm. And then in new houses, some fans are now using low, medium, and high. Mm. So there's just no confusion whatsoever. They're just taking out the one, two, and three. Yes. But then imagine if it was wide the wrong way and like low was actually uh, high yeah. <laughs> and, and you'd sort of be cooked as well that way. So there's still a bit of pressure on the electricians there. Yeah. Big issues that we solve on the We Got the Chocolate well, Podcast. We haven't, really we haven't, so, we haven't even solved that one. Yeah. I think the three should be fastest. Three should be fastest. Low medium sounds like yeah. the best. So if you're an electrician Safest. and you're listening yeah. to the podcast, um, then thank you for what you do. Obviously, we don't get a point to get electrocuted, so we won't be doing it ourselves. But You tried to do it for a couple of years, didn't you? Or yep. six months after school? Like 18 months. Really? Probably only got through six months of the TAFE, but I was actually doing it for 18 months. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, ceiling fans, oh, that was my forte. I was very good at them. Right. Always number three. Always was the highest. Three. Okay. Well, there you have it. There you go. Um, Haz, I'm going to you because you have been away for a long time, really, uh, from the podcast, I think, playing in mm. the BBL, uh, certainly for the last couple of months. And across that time, it isn't unusual for a person, I guess, to be subjected in your position to some very ordinary comments on social media <laughs> when you are a professional athlete. And so we thought we'd throw to you, it's about this time of the year where we do love to do that, just see some of the nice things that you've had said to you throughout your journey. Yeah, of course, there's always some positives in there, plenty of them, but there's a few negatives. Oh, wait, tell too. us about that positive, the one you said, you're the best player out here or whatever. Can well, you start with that one? Well, on one night... Craig sent me a message saying, nice shot, wanker. A duck, that's all you're good for, Muppet. Okay, uh, okay thanks, okay. Craig. But the well, same the, the same night, I got a message from a lady. I can't remember her name, but and and she said, I was at your game tonight. I thought you were the best player out there. Well done. <laughs> Wait, well, the same night you got yes, a duck. I got a duck. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but thank you. It must, <laughs> must have been well. very good in the field. So, yeah, so you get the good with bad. And I think last year I read out a couple. But um, I played a few more games this year, so I probably had more opportunities for those messages to come through. Ah, yes. Um, But, yeah, some of them went like this. So uh, someone said, please pack your bags and kit and go home. You don't deserve to play cricket. Um, Just see your last match performance. And then someone else said, hey, man, please give another chance to someone else. Pfeffer plays better than you. How many more chances do you want? (laughs) What? Jeez. Do they, do they think you're selecting the teams? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he wants me to retire. Um, yeah, that's an early retirement. 
I can't pronounce most of these people's names, to be honest. But um, this person said, change your team name to Brisbane Shits. A uh, bunch of useless morons. Better quit cricket and watch cartoons. That is just a random sequence of ideas so, all thrown into one. Yeah. <laughs> and again, why would you be in control of the franchise ca- name? Why are you watching cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, next one. Nice. Brainless batting, you dumbass. Okay. Right. Why really did you do that them. night, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Probably <laughs> really enforced the brainless part by calling you a dumbass as well. Just oh, yeah. I think negative. I might got, a, might got caught on the boundary, but, you know, if I hit it for six, then it would have been a different story, yeah, but I didn't, good, so yeah. fair enough. That tends to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Jay Anth said, bro, show us a single innings you played that helped the team. Coming, dotting, gone. Wow. Coming, dotting, Come in, I assume. Like, like, like I came to the crease. Come yeah. in, Chris. Yeah. Dotted up. Dotted up. And then, yeah. and then gone. <laughs> it's not the best. Oh. <laughs> um, actually, uh, one person who sent me the most messages was Krish. Um, he sent me heaps. I'm not going to run through them all, but. Are these all on separate occasions or is this one night he's gone here? No, different different times. Chris sent me messages every game, but um, can you block him? He's the only per- he's it. the only person I've blocked ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he actually, um, but, uh, most of these are just private messages. But he actually commented on like a lot of my posts. So, um, oh, so you're so, kidding! Um, well, like, you put up something on Instagram, and he goes, "You're shit." Yeah, yeah, on my like on my actual post, not just story. But oh, I did put up a story. Um, just I, I was wearing Brisbane Heat kit. It was the Brisbane Heat put it up. I reshared it. Of they were promoting the next game. And he goes, I don't know how a mug like you with no brain and game awareness became a poster boy. Okay. <laughs> Heavens above. So personal. Oh, thanks, Chris. Yeah. Um, crispy. I tell you what, final thing. The, the most common message I got this year, I've never got it before, and this year it just flooded in. I got hundreds of messages oh, from I'm different people, all the same, this. saying, hey, mate, how many likes on TikTok would it take for a signed heat jersey? Like really? So many people. I don't know it's a craze going on wow. now, but so many like kids and people just thought that I had a million <laughs> signed jerseys to give away. Like, what am I going to say to you? Yeah, mate, if you get five likes on your TikTok, you can have a signed jersey. Yeah, I mean, like. You don't even know who you're talking to, too. Like, you might say, hey, what if they're an account that's never posted before? <laughs> like, you, you say a million likes and they're like, oh, well, I can only get 10 because yeah. there's no people whatsoever. Tough. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. The signed heat jersey. I wouldn't have thought they were like. With all due respect to your heat <laughs> franchise, I wouldn't have thought Lethal's that they were like massively in demand this year either. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have the best year, so I think you'd be going for a different team, wouldn't you? But uh, but no, yeah, that, I got a lot of those messages. So, do, you ever, do, you ever, do you ever write back to any like, at any point? No, no, not really. That's probably not what you want to do, no. is it really? Green? No. I'd struggle in that position. I'm never going to be in that position, so it's fine. But <laughs> uh, I would struggle to like, if I read something stupid, I would retort. Yeah. That would be the bad thing for me. Yes, I'll get into massive slang yeah, matches. Would, I've just, uh, I've never understood that. I've never been, to, uh, I can't understand. I cannot understand. How do you sit there and get so into a sport? Like I like sport, but how do you get so into a game and so invested that you, like, let, I don't know, like change your behavior and do something that low? Like, Why would you be private messaging abuse at an athlete? I can't understand. Actually, funny thing here, I've got to say this one. Someone messaged me and goes, Sam, lad, hope all is well in Queensland. Attempting to organize my fantasy team for this round of BBL fixtures. Therefore, what I require from you is a full detailed list of who and who isn't riddled with Rona. Need this on my desk by 2145 GMT. Don't let me down. Warm regards, <laughs> Chip Rat. Okay. 
I mean, that's a very specific list. At least it, uh, you know exactly what he's up. <laughs> it was a very formal message. He wrote yeah. it well. So. <laughs> and he's made a request. He hasn't just abused yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, you're right, Skin. Baffles me. I don't know. Uh, I find it – I sometimes find it frustrating watching people, but then I'm like, they're all far better than I am. So I'm not going to oh, sit yeah. there and spray them. But yeah. obviously that thought doesn't go through. Everyone's head, which I find unusual. But even if I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this bloke really sucks. How the hell did this guy get a BBL contract? I'm never going to I'm going to whip out my phone, yeah, you know stalk him, I'll look him up because yeah, I don't right. follow him. I'm going to find him and then I'm going to send him a DM yeah. telling him how shit he is. Like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just thinking and then I sip my beer and then I go back to watching the yeah. game. Man, this guy sucks. You know what will fix it? <laughs> just give me 25 minutes to track this guy down. Yeah, you're right. That is weird. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> 
I don't want to have a go at Adam Gilchrist because I love him. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite cricketers of all time. But I don't know. He's almost too spirited. The game. He like he walked. He walked when he didn't hit it once. Yeah. Like, yes. no, give, no, it, give no, it a yeah, spell. Right. <laughs> yeah, where he just looked and thought, oh, I must have hit it. Oh, yeah, so, just, yeah, I'm, I'm off. Go, yeah. Give it not out. I, think Adam it, like, I agree. I think Adam Gilchrist is too nice. That's yeah. like his reflex action is like, oh, he thinks it's the spirit of the game before he thinks about anything, like even winning. Yeah. Which I find hard to. I mean that that is his personality. Hats yeah. off, but I I don't have an issue with it because I think it's just smart. Like yeah. when they sent out Jordan Silk, they were obviously hoping they thought he was a better chance of hitting a boundary than Jay Linton was. Yeah. So they sent him out. He hits a single, gets the wrong end. Like he's retired out, so it's a wicket. It's yeah. not like he can come back later and bat or whatever. Yeah. It's just basically sacrificing a wicket to mm-hmm. so. And yeah, like at that time in the game, it probably looks a bit weird. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. But also it's like it's well within the rules and like it, it would be a little bit of a grey area, I would think, if he if it was an injury he previously had and he carried it into the game to try and for whatever reason. And like you know if you carry if you carry an injury into the game you can't get a runner as a batsman. I, I think don't know he if did, you can still I get think a he did carry he, it into the game actually because he missed the games before that with an injury, which I assume was that one. Said it was like the third time he'd done it that yeah, season. But, yeah, it said like he did it in the fielding innings previously, I thought. He obviously made it worse during yeah. the game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, no, I, I've got nothing against it. I think I think it's fine. What I've got something against, which I think is worse, but doesn't get picked up, is when a team might be fielding second and once it might be an old guy who's a spin bowler or something that's a poor fielder. He'll finish his four overs and then they'll just drag him off the field and be like, ah, oh, he's injured, but he need to get the subfielder yeah. on mm, when yeah. there's six overs left in the innings or something. And it's like, no, he's not injured. He's just you're just making the most of it because he's not a good fielder and he's finished bowling. Yeah. That's worse. I yeah. think that's very bad. And that it's particularly close to home to a story I've got from second grade cricket, but that's, yeah. that's um, all right. I think Brad Murphy was incredibly happy with Mitch one day yeah. for that exact same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> a particular gentleman hit 70-odd in our batting innings and I rocked up uh, with a party shirt and a beer in hand and then got asked to field and took three catches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Including one that was yeah. probably slightly too good for the previously aforementioned older person yeah. that was subbed out of the game to catch. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, Haz, you're a big part of the Big Bash as well, so you might surely have a few stories from being stuck inside the uh, hotel rooms for two months in a bubble there. And, uh, what? yeah, what, what have you got for us there in terms of not so much talking points from the BBL but more stories that you've got that are close to home, I guess? Yeah, no, it was a funny one. Um, a lot of time spent with the same bunch of people, uh, so you get a bit sick of them at times. But uh, but no, it was plenty of funny stories. So we had fines meetings again this year, and and I think I mentioned uh, last year that I was a treasurer. I think uh, Mornay Morkel had to give me some money, and, and it didn't didn't arrive, and he wasn't happy about it. But um, <laughs> so this year I didn't want to do it. I said I'm not doing it. Someone else do it. Kearney was the uh, the chief of the fines, uh, and he offered me a fifty percent discount on fines if I was treasurer. Of course, I didn't want anyone else to know. Um, and then he even I said no, and he upped it to a 75% discount. Wow. And, he's, and he's like, I know there's a lot of fines coming your way, so you better take it. I'm like, no, I'm not taking it. I don't want to do it for any amount of money. So and wait, what was Cooney? He, he was, was like the chief of the fine, like the fines master. So he wanted you to just be treasurer. Yeah, just to take the money and just hold the money and make sure it was spent properly or whatever. Um, Tom Cooper ended up doing it. I'm not sure what deal he got, but he, <laughs> he denied he denied any deal was done. But, I mean, I, I don't believe that at all. And then I fined Cooney for it. The fine many came out and said, all right, I'm fining Cooney for, you know, trying to blackmail me or, like, you know, doing a mm-hmm. disservice to the rest of the team, saying that I could get a discount on my fines. Mm-hmm. 
And because Cooney's a fines master, he went, nah, frivolous, nah, it's not a fine, nah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> surely. That is a bit of an abuse of power, isn't it? He, he certainly made the most of his, uh, his power there, that's yeah, for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> that is yes, correct. Cooney, what's Cooney's like uh, in terms of like, you know how uh, previously in, in days gone by we've done the tightest of all time team on the We Got the Chocolates podcast. Would mm-hmm. Cooney ever feature in that type of uh, setup or is he quite willing uh, to spend? I think in his personal life he's fairly willing to spend. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll get his avocado on toast and, and you know, spend the extra yeah, money on prawn sandwiches like one day at cricket. It's one of the rarest things we've ever seen. I've never seen someone buy prawns. <laughs> oh, that's not a cheap meal. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I think he might he might actually spend it. I think he does. But uh, it was funny. Actually, he uh, one fines meeting, he goes, all right, so we're going to go start from the top, the most the person who owns the most fines. We're going to do double or nothing. So we'll toss a coin. If you call correctly, no fine. If you call incorrectly, we're doubling your fine. And so boof, boof, Darren Lehman was the highest person fined in the meeting. I think it was like $300. And he goes, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Tosses. Calls correctly, zero fines. And oh. Kearney's like, oh, it's all right. The house always wins. The house always wins. Like, who's next up? Uh, <laughs> wins when they've got like one or two percent of an advantage not yeah. when it's 50 50. Yeah, I know. He should have done double or half or something. But <laughs> Ben Duckett was next, like $200 worth of fines. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. He goes, so uh, flips the coin, calls correctly, zero <laughs> fines. And at this stage, we were like owing money to people because we hadn't didn't have enough fines built up. And we'd had all these team events with that had bought alcohol and, and seafood and stuff and and Cooney just thrown away $500 worth of potential fines and he, Cooney's like, all right, no one else is doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the house always wins. So he the wasn't really needed that. to win that. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Double or nothing. <laughs> uh, but that would be one really poor breakup party. <laughs> no money in the kitty. I tell you what, you mentioned the uh, the tightest of all time. One person that I will add to that is one of the new players, Paddy Dooley. Um, he got brought mm-hmm. in. Okay, and this is interesting. I like this. Yeah, interesting action. He got he got called the helicopter yeah, action, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so he obviously full time w- works. He has a good job. I think he's a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and so he didn't want to take any holidays, any time off. So you know, every day he'd wake up early in the morning to log into work, do his work before training go to training, come back home, do more work all night, you know, game day, do work during the day just so he didn't have to take it as a holiday and he could still earn his money for his day job. So I reckon that's pretty tight. Wow. You, you know, away on a proper cricket effort. trip, like earning money to play cricket. Not that it was, you know, as much as some players, but. Yeah, yeah right. Heavens above. That's a fair effort. That is a great effort. Like more so for the, the I would hours, struggle massively, yeah. yeah, to just sit up late at night knowing that I had to, Go and run drinks the next day. Well, I guess he only ended up playing one game. That's probably the one thing that is the saving grace. But yeah. still, that'd yeah, be that's hard, a man, it's hard on a cricket trip to get full time work done. I would have thought. Holy! Tell us your Ben Duckett one. You said that Ben Duckett was. Uh, you had one. It's, it was funny. Yeah, Ben, ben Duckett was. Um, he was great to have around the group. You know, scored plenty of runs for us, which was handy. Great mm. guy. Really, really fitted in well. Um, it was funny. He. He's, he's quite a short guy, big head, short body. Um, <laughs> Darren Lehman decided that his nickname should be Tyrion. Um, I don't know if you've seen Game of Thrones, Tyrion oh, Lannister. No, oh, you no, haven't seen no, it? No, no, oh. Never going to do it. Never going to do it Tyrion Lannister is like a, a dwarf, uh, like a, a really short person in uh, Game of Thrones with a, with a large head, of course. So um, <laughs> that's, right. he copped Tyrion the whole time. And he hadn't seen Game of Thrones either, but he, he watched it and he was actually happy with it because uh, – 
quite a... Uh, Wait, he went and watched the whole series just to... Three be Big Bash, yeah. The whole series? <laughs> no. Just to make sure he, he was flew all through it. He flew through it. Isn't there heaps of seasons? Yeah, yeah, heaps. But it was like eight of the seasons. Uh, there's a lot of times in hotel real? rooms and... Yeah, yeah I suppose true. so. Bloody hell. Well, that's a fair effort too. So his nickname has got him hooked on a TV show. That's yeah. magnificent. But no, he wasn't too unhappy with it. Actually, Tyrion was quite lucky with the ladies in the uh, in the show, so he was he was okay with it in the <laughs> so end. He's happy. Okay, right, gotcha. What about um? While we're chatting about sport, we've gone on about BBL yeah. forever. But should we mention the Australian Open? That's a fairly large sporting event that happened sort of mm. over the last week or so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was well, yeah. awesome Anyone to see. Awesome yeah, sure. to see Ash Barty uh, win the Australian Open. You know, yeah. the first Aussie Open winner in forty four years. So yeah. great effort, and you know. Pretty cool that she went from playing cricket for the Brisbane Heat to winning the Australian Open. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I saw um, uh, my cricket posted about that today. It said she's she's obviously the first Australian in 44 years and they said she's the only Australian with a my cricket ID to win the Australian Open. <laughs> well, ever. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, we should try and get like, John Millman to come and play cricket one time so that he can maybe win it as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, he'd be pretty good at cricket, I reckon. I reckon he'd be handy. And Especially spin, apparently. He thinks he'd take that down from Spin. all the ports. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. When he's Which really makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, and then who else? Nadal. Yeah, that was well, outrageous. Nadal I just sat man. up for too long watching that game. Did you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll watch that. I didn't watch it all. I watched the first two sets. There has been times in the past I love Nadal that I've yeah. sat up and watched his games into the early hours of the morning. But uh, I wanted some sleep and I thought he was down and out and, you know, he wasn't. So yeah. congrats. No, that incredible. Was, that was him. Yeah, well, it. I was – like similar, I, I missed the first set, flicked it on, and I was just like, he's getting back into it in the second, and then he won the third, and I was like, no, I'm not sitting there for another two sets. So got to like whatever yeah. it was, like 10.30 at night, I had to get some sleep. But yeah, I couldn't believe it when I woke up this morning. He'd, he'd pulled off. That, like, that's a ridiculous comeback. And the game ended up going for what was it? It was like five and a half hours. It was like one, after 1 a.m. Yeah. that they finished. What about, um mammoth effort. His opponent, Medvedev, mm. he has had a strained relationship with the crowd whilst on this tour, yes. that's for sure. His post-match press conference was very intriguing, like very weird. Yes. He's talking about as a young kid how he, you know, his dreams and ambitions and he stopped dreaming last night while he was playing because yeah. the crowd were incredibly disrespectful and rude. And Yeah. Um, well, he sort he, of alluded to that. He didn't really explicitly state it, I don't think. No, that's but true, was, actually. Yeah, but that's probably what yeah. made it so weird is that's what it felt like he was saying. Yeah. But, but he never really explicitly said that. He kept citing examples of crowd behaviour, though, Yeah, like about yeah. when he was serving. Yeah. And to be fair, all of his examples were probably, probably you would be a bit bothered by, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, yeah. It's not okay. And I think, uh, I think tennis crowds are normally – you know, better. They're quiet. They're, they're a bit yeah, more respectful yeah, in general. Great. But yeah, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the seeing him on the boundary during a big bash game or an international yeah. cricket game uh, at an away venue because yeah. uh, they, they get pretty rowdy during. But cricket is, they are very different games, though, aren't they? they like are, in they cricket, are. you got to expect that. In footy, yeah. you expect that you're yeah. going to get sprayed the whole yeah. time. In tennis, it's like quiet, please. Yeah, like, you would, normally, the vibe, and it yeah. always has been. There's, Nick Curios has like the the other opinion that tennis should just continue on in that direction and essentially get more entertaining and become almost like a BBL. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Interesting that, to see if yeah. he still thinks that when he's not playing at the Australian Open though. Mm. And that every 
person in the crowd hates him yeah. <laughs> over in another country. Like if he plays in Wimbledon or something, oh, but Wimbledon, they'd never do that. Like because it's such a traditional yeah. game. Yeah. Everyone's still wearing white and stuff. Like that, you're never going to get that crowd behaviour anywhere else, probably but Australia. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That's what's, what. Um, yeah. Did you? I, I sort of didn't watch the Australian. Like, I didn't follow the Australian Open super closely at the start, and I just sort of got into it around the finals times and stuff. Did you see what any, what happened at the start of the week that it, he got the crowd so offside? This Medvedev bloke, because I, I saw a few videos of it. And it was almost like, I don't know. He totally I wonder, lost the plot, but that was in the semi, wasn't it? Against, against with the yeah, with the coaching drama. But he was right about that. Yes, the and then the warned for cheating the next game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wasn't happy with the like Cristiano Ronaldo celebration, so, yeah, and then think, the crowd yeah. was yelling out that to him as well. Right. Well, okay. but there was all confusion about whether they were booing or yelling suey. suey or I still yeah. don't even get that, and I'm not going to make an attempt. Stop the... trying to explain it to me, everyone, because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't get it, and I don't want to. I've never really watched that much Cristiano Ronaldo to really get into that. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't really understand that, and I think he thought it was booing. Everyone else was saying, nah, it's just this Cristiano Ronaldo thing. But why is it in the Australian Open? <laughs> why, why is that happening? No idea. <laughs> just, anyway, so yeah, the poor guy. I kind of actually feel a bit sorry for him because like, yeah. I think also the language barrier. That's what I was going to say is yeah. I don't know what, how much of a role that plays. Like maybe he's just a massive dick, but sometimes it seems like there was a bit of a language barrier and he just wasn't sure what to say. And it was like, I don't know. It's like yeah. uh, the, the people booing, uh, <laughs> maybe low IQ. And it's like, yeah. like, of course they would be offended by that. Yeah. But it sounded like he was just trying to put it. But like, there was something else tonight where he like in the, in the presentation ceremony, the trophy, he's mouthing, he's mouth boring. Mm. But like, that's what everyone's thinking. It is boring. <laughs> the whole thing is boring as. They get the sponsor guy up to kind of like Kia Motors guy comes up and CEO gives his speech and like no one cares what he thinks. So like, yeah. They're only there to see the winner get the trophy. It is boring. Yeah. You do it in two minutes. And people are like, oh, how disrespectful. Like this is why we hate him. Like, well, I think it's boring. Do yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've, everyone hates him in Australia, but that's definitely the impression that he's got. Mm. And I just feel a little bit sorry for him, to be honest. Yeah. A bit of a soft spot for him. Yeah, I'm starting very to good tennis player. It's not a question about that. Yes, and he's huge, which <laughs> is unusual, isn't it? Yeah, correct. And um, speaking of someone else that I have a bit of a soft spot for, uh, did you see the it was huge talking point last week in the lead up to Australia Day? The mm. Grace Tame versus Scott Morrison encounter and accompanying yeah. for photograph. Yeah. Didn't that get – that was a massive storm in a teacup as well. Quite awkward, wasn't Correct. it? it was quite awkward anyway. Well, yeah, it was. But Scott Morrison was an awkward guy for starters. Well, Remember yeah. like last year when he was forcing people to shake his hand? <laughs> we were talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> this guy is like walking up to people that don't want to shake his oh, hand. Oh, yeah, grabbing that's right. their I, do, I do remember that. Forcing them to, yeah. So, I mean, him having an awkward encounter, I feel like that, if that's news, then. That's what I didn't get was like, how how is this such a newsworthy thing? Like it was it was awkward as hell, obviously, but like it's it happens all the time. Why is, why is ScoMo having an awkward encounter such a big deal? Yeah, well, that's right. And then the other reason, so Grace Tame is Australian of the Year and doesn't like Scott Morrison. That That is going to take a long time to explain and it's probably something that you need to actually go and research yourself. I'm not mm. sure how to summarise that incredibly quickly. Mm. Uh, but all to do with the fact that she obviously is a survivor of sexual assault yep. uh, and is trying to make an impact in that space and didn't feel overly supported by Scott Morrison throughout her tenure as Australian of the Year. Is that a decent summary? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Well, uh, I'll maybe clarify trying to – what did you say? Something about trying to make a difference. She's made a pretty big difference. Oh, yeah, like she's yeah. like 
pretty pretty instrumental in changing a, a law in Tasmania that like, kept Tasmania her and other and yeah. other um, victims from speaking publicly about their experiences. So she's she's done a lot. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, her her boyfriend is with her as well. Uh, fiance now, I think. Fiance now. That's right. In this photo, like the awkward yep. photo yeah. where she just looks like she doesn't want to be there at all. And uh, and this person, I've seen a few tweets like this, but one in particular, Prue McSween uh, on Twitter says, a picture says a thousand words, two people with manners and breeding on the left. What the frick is breeding? Uh, I asked mum and she said it was like a term from like the 1950s of like if you've got good breeding, it means you're a really polite and upstanding citizen. Never heard of it before. Anyway. Nope, and the others, an embarrassment to themselves. So that's about Grace and her fiancé. And I actually feel quite sorry for Grace's fiancé <laughs> in this whole thing. Because the poor guy looks like he doesn't want a bar of being there. <laughs> He's probably there going, I wonder if they've got some gourmet hot dogs for this morning tea. This yeah. show that much. And- it sounds worse than going to the shops with your partner when they want to buy something with <laughs> yeah. clothing. Yeah, oh, guys, just standing there going, what the yeah, heck is going on? Spray. What am I doing? And he's copping a spray for being rude <laughs> and inconsiderate as well. So there you go. That was yeah. intriguing. I personally, I'm happy to come out and say, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just funny. Everyone's like, oh, she just should have not gone. Just don't go. Yeah, well, I don't know. But, and Oh, no, she said, well, they were saying like, well, she's made her point. She should have just not gone. If you can't go and be nice, then don't go at all. I was like, well, how how would she make her point if she didn't go though? I feel like more people are going to talk about it now that that photo has been yeah. posted everywhere. Yeah. And that was probably the intention. I think she's succeeded. Yeah, so. yeah. if that was the intention, she's done quite well. So, yeah, I'm baffled by all that backlash. But that one. Oh, we're moving on to in for a tweet. Actually, and that should that should have been a much smoother segue, really, because I've got a tweet related to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. You and smooth segues just rarely mention <laughs> in the same sentence, unfortunately. Skin. Yeah, I've never quite nailed that. I don't know what it is. Anyways, the Batuta Advocate put out a tweet about it. Uh, woman faces backlash for not pretending everything is okay. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. Classic. <laughs> yeah. yep. um, and then I had two other tweets as well for you're in for a tweet. Um, more well back to the BBL really. The other the other big drama we we didn't mention was the Steve Smith not being allowed to play for the Sydney mm. Sixers. Um, that is stupid, by the way. We haven't really got that much time to talk about it. Still, no, nah, we've got negative time. But feel free. Surely to you want your best players in. playing. That's always my opinion. That's why I'm shocked they still don't pick me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. I can't believe I haven't got around here. <laughs> same category. Steve Smith. M. Drennan, L. Drennan, <laughs> all very stiff not yeah. to be playing. Cricket Australia blocked your request to play, didn't they? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Has have you got an opinion on that from, from being in the BBL? What, what? It would have been good to let him play, but, I mean, to be honest, if you want a test cricketer to play, you have to sign them at the start of the comp. They have to be one of your contracted players. Like the mm. Heat wouldn't have to sign Manus and they could pick another local player to play and then just bring him in whenever he was available. He was only available to play one game and I'm sure they're, and paying, him, him, yeah. and they're paying him decent money to be on the list to play one game. Yeah. So, And the, six, to, the Sixers did the same with Nathan Lyon. Yeah. Like, I also think that teams should either stop doing that or the schedule has to be moved so that the best players can actually be available because there's no other tournament. Like you imagine the IPL playing without their test players. That would never ever yeah. happen. It is stupid. Oh, yeah. I do agree with that. That is stupid. Anyway. But yeah, I do. I do sort of feel like the Sixers were trying to get some sort of advantage by not signing because he wasn't available, and they would have gotten an advantage. They've had they've spent spent the money elsewhere. They would have signed better players. I don't, I don't know if it's totally fair, but I, but yeah, at the my same time, point, you want the best players playing in the BBL. So my only point was the whole year was rooted anyway. 
like there was a point where yeah, that's true. 19 different players played for two different yeah. sides within <laughs> a week of each other and stuff. Like yeah. it was chaos, complete COVID yeah. chaos. And the rule that they were breaking only got made two weeks earlier and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, it has all been exactly. big chaos. So that was, that was more my point. Yeah. Like, and I, obviously that was, that was yeah. Dan Christian's point and Steve Smith's point as well. And so Dan Christian has tweeted, shout out to anyone, asterisks, in Melbourne that wants a game of cricket tomorrow night. My team is struggling to get 11 COVID-free play- fit players on the park. Warm-up starts at 6.30 at Marvel Stadium. Free beer afterwards, potentially out of a large cup. DM if you're keen. And the asterisk is no test cricketers. <laughs> Very good. I like good. that. And then Steve Smith, uh, good luck to the Sixers BBL in the Big Bash final tonight and also to the Italian import Stefano Smitherino making his debut. <laughs> Surely someone else has written that. <laughs> oh, no. Someone else had to have come up with that first. That's too good for him to have by himself. <laughs> That's not funny. Hey, that come is, on, Ash. That's not funny. <laughs> he does look good with a mustache, Ash, you got to admit. Smitherino. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful stuff. <laughs> tweet of the week. Oh, you're in for a tweet. You're Sorry. in for a tweet. Yeah, apologies. And we are signing out for another week because episode 116 is done. Just an FYI, whether you want to be or not, just by listening, you are indeed a part of the We Got The Chocolates team. And for training this week, it is the coach's expectation that you get in touch and share a quality story from your sporting, social or dating or anything else uh, lifestyle. And Mitch, where can people do that? Social media, probably Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all those things. We're just We Got The Chocolates on all of them. Um, and then our website as well, we got the chocolates.com.au. And if everyone can jump on the platform that they listen and give us a rating and a review and share it with a friend, that would be awesome. Correct, yes. Available on Spotify now as well, the mm-hmm. rating system. Yep. Used to be an Apple thing, Spotify's on board. Yep. Go so Joe Rogan. Even if you're boycotting them, just <laughs> give us a little review and then leave and you'll be right. Yeah. If you're going elsewhere to listen to Neil Young's music, uh, come and give us a review first. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, and thanks very much for joining us for another week of the chat and debates that you can go and have with your mates. Definitely find something that makes you laugh this week because if you were doing that, you are absolutely getting the chocolates. We'll speak to you again next week. As always, good luck in the future. And that's Stumps. Well, that's the podcast. So what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.